there's a whole new range of programmes for spring here on ITV. Comedy Tonight, Frank Muir presents nostalgic sketches. He was hotter than they felt inclined to tell. Too much damn curry powder. <laughs> there's another programme about life in the now less than totally mysterious China. Amazing acrobats are a foundation of their ancient culture, only just re-emerging again. Also new for spring, the great betting coup. Thank Dennis. This I come to a nice few quid. And a new bestseller, A Man Called Intrepid. Hitler is embarked on a lunatic course aimed at total world domination. Well, for reasons that escape me, I am Winston Churchill's man, Intrepid. Alan Wicker travels west for his spring series. A look at California, its cities, its people, and its police force in action. And watch out for wheels, for all that's best in motoring and motorsport, for amateur and professional alike. And you'll be struck by this new series. Who locked that door? That's spring on ITV. Hello, yes, uh, here we are in Radnor Park in beautiful Twickenham in sunny, sunny London. And South London. South London. Spring is in, it's more west, southwest. Spring is sprung, the bird is on the wing. But that's absurd, the wing is on the bird. Hello, I'm Eli Silverman. We're out and about for another special picnic episode. It's the spring picnic episode, and we're out here. We've come round all the way down to Twickenham. Here we go, come round here. I knew it was going to go off the rails instantly. Here's Paul Gannon, everybody. Hello, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls. We are doing a little walk today. It's one of our lovely walks, and we thought, oh, look at the weather. Let's get out and go for a stroll. And you've said all this. I'm doing chef's kit. Radnor Gardens is where we're starting in Twickenham. It's a bit soggy. Underfoot down there. There's a bit of there's been a bit of a splodge. Splodge. It's a bit of a what was it? Flooding. Flooding. It's very soft underfoot. It's very soft underfoot. So squelchy. That's the word I'm looking for. We're squelchy. not doing very well at this intro. Let's roll it on. Welcome to Cheap Joe, the economy comedy podcast. Where this week Eli and I go for a little walk I've through done Twickenham. This, I know, but I didn't like the way you did it because it was full of you saying Are come round here. No, I always Everyone. leave it in. All right. I like leaving your word trumbles <laughs> in <laughs> so oh it's very exciting what's coming up on the show Paul actually you lay it out lay out the lay of the land out for today's springtime themed walk and it's got a bit of a pagan flavour I mean it doesn't but that's the gimmick we're going to do uh, how do we make it pagan chanting rituals nakedness public <laughs> yeah. public, public pooing um, leaves wands Wait, of why, leaves what, wands of leaves and public pooing I will do both those things. Worst folk album title ever. <laughs> there might be an, an appearance from Strewn Onions lead man, Derek. Nothing more to add. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you didn't... Gruff, his name is Derek Gruff. Derek Gruff. <laughs> I'm on fire. You're it's not. The, it's the sun. The sun has made me ooh, all warmy warm yeah. inside, Paul. All yeah. warmy, warm inside. Are you feeling warmy, warm inside? You know what? I am feeling actually really lovely and loved up, and I'm looking forward <laughs> to this today. It's going to be a nice, gentle right, walk. Good. It's not going to be one of our longest, but it's going to be possibly one of our prettiest. Okay, so, sorry. Going back to where you were laying the lay of the land out, what is coming up? We're starting in Radnor Park here, which is a little roadside park 
It's Thameside. Yeah. As in the river is just there. I saw a boat literally go by. about ten meters away from us. Yeah. The Thames, old man Thames. Old man Thames and old, old man meters. He made an appearance last week, didn't he? <laughs> I think old man meters. This is Mister. not like mallets, mallet where you make an a word association chain of nonsense. I don't. Isn't it? Isn't all talking really that, Paul? You've brought up an interesting point. You know. But let's me. Oh, there's a guy in a boat. I bet he razzes it in a minute. There's a speed limit at this level, part of the uh, Thames, I think. Look, he's yeah, he's going along quite stately. He's yeah. coming towards us, so it looks slow. But I think he's going against the current. It's a little sporty number. A dinghy, essentially, but it's um, it's wooden. What are you talking about? It's a speedboat. It's not like they're in a paddle. Yeah, it's anything. a little dinghy size. It's not dinghy size. It's not an inflatable dinghy, it's but you'd still call a boat like that a dinghy. It's a boat. It's not even a boat. It's a two-man speedboat. What's a boat? Where am I? <laughs> It's got an outboard motor. Yeah. This is stuff we can describe because we're both seeing it. And it's got a little visor thing around the around where the steering mate, wheel is. people know what fucking boats look like. Well, it's an audio format, mate. So what? If I said, oh, look, there's a park bench, I'd have to go, it's it has a four four-legged Stratford <laughs> So the plan is we're going to start here, go for a little walk, end on a place called Eel Pie Island, uh-huh. which has got some notoriety around Rock it. Rock and fucking row! And that's there. where we're going to have our... Pagan picnic, that Yay, is not pagan that pagan. spring picnic. Yeah. Can I introduce Chegwin at this point? Yes, but you get him out while I carry on talking. And then we're going to do a little Easter egg hunt in a magical, magical part of Twickenham, hidden away. Oh, where is it? I'll tell you later. Where's Where's Cheggers? I mean... Oh, here he is. Right. The real Cheggers, deep in the ground. In fact, both Cheggers are similar in that they're both... I'm just going to get dead. him out of his <laughs> slot. I'm going to take him out of his slot, Paul. Look at him in the sunlight. He looks there. like a shoe nut now. <laughs> He does, he does a bit. like a like a burnt cashew nut with the t- tooth tooth bit, the pre tooth sticking out the. Right, do you want to hear a rattle, everybody? That's the Great. rattle of Chegwin heralding spring on cheap show. Mate, don't have it. Open those two dogs around. They might come and eat them. Oh God, <laughs> no, that would be. I mean, it would be apt, wouldn't it? Should we feed the dogs? Uh, Cheggers to the dogs. Cheggers a blood sacrifice. Yeah, that would be the our Lord sacrifice. Of spring. The dog who eateth Cheggers. We just need to find a dog for our uh, big finale. I don't want feed it Cheggers. I don't want to feed him Cheggers. <laughs> so then after Maybe I'll Easter, eat Cheggers. After our Easter egg hunt, then we're going to make a lovely little walk down towards Richmond Park where we'll end. Maybe with a drink or two. I also to mention, Paul. Mate, just you, don't have to get, you don't have to <laughs> unpack your bag right now and put Why everything not? in. This is the beginning of our, our mission. Our little picnic uh, pagan picnic spring picnic crystal hot sauce everyone who's interested is what i've got clasped in my hand and it is a big what kind of size would you say that is restaurant size or I catering size red. you've you it's a big one it's a big it's a big you've deflated already my enthusiasm for today it's a chunky this. boy in the terms of uh, you know the youth um you're gonna get your chunky boy out <laughs> i already have yeah i'm waving it in your face yeah your chunky boy is Look, in my here face slosh Oh, it came right. up quite nicely. That I uh, heard that. It's nice. That's the sauce, everyone. You don't have to get that close, mate. See where I am? About a split's hand's worth. What's a split hand's worth? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> a split hand's worth? What he meant is a, a penis measuring length, basically, isn't it? It's is that a, how big your penis is meant to be between your stretched out pinky a, and your that's thumb? That's like six fingers. Hang six on. inches. Yours is longer than mine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's crack on with our... uh, Telephone hand. That's what it's called as well, telephone hand. I'm just trying to give a visual image. It's telephone hand. He thought a telephone hand's length was split fingers. It is kind of split fingers. (laughs) Here's another boat. (laughs) 
Now and that's look, a boat. Yeah, it's got it's got rudder, it's got ballast, it's got. A f- well, it's got little buoys on the side. Not you see like those like buoys, not like small children hanging <laughs> off. Yeah, just little. F- Make there's a theme developing already, Paul, with this, which is child sacrifice. No, it's, it's not, <laughs> that's, that's not the theme. Right, let's begin our Easter pagan, loosely pagan picnic. Yay. Hey, join us, won't you? All right, but why didn't you think to get yourself some water? I've got water. Why didn't you think to get water? (laughs) Whatever put me on the spot. Is this Roger Cook report? Yeah, it is. It's Mr. Silverman, Mr. Silverman. Eli's getting some water because he bought loads of booze but didn't think to buy any water for himself on a really warm, hot day. To be fair, uh, I've got two bags on and a coat and a T-shirt and a shirt. And even I've overestimated the warmth today. So I got a little bit of a sweat on. Regardless of all of that, Eli and I are currently on the bridge into Eel Pie Island by an ice cream van. Mr. Whippy's soft ice cream. Uh, great. Did you get your water? Yes, thank you. And uh, was it exor- exorbitant? How much do you think? A little mini uh, price of shite here. All right. Uh, this water, I bought it from, in Twickenham, everybody, uh, from an ice cream man in a van. Is Mr. it just normal, normal water? It's not fizzy? It's not no, fizzy? Normal? What would you say, Paul? What's your price? I'm going to say a pound on the nose. It I think you'd like to keep... One pound fifty. One pound fifty. No for not for being... Uh, I think this is another case of us needing to expand the scoring of between system when our price is You just want more betwings, mate. I'm I not do. doing it. Now, See, where are we now? Paul? We're crossing the bridge into Eel Pie Island. This uh, is very picturesque, isn't it? As we're crossing the bridge, we're, we're standing over the... Uh, it is the Thames, isn't it? Yes. And it, the Thames is split down the middle in this section of Twickenham by Eel Pie Island. So if it was like a, a vagina shot from overhead, Eel Pie Island would be a long, sort of big, meaty clit. <laughs> yeah? Right, so... I was much more... Come on, this is all about birth, rebirth. This episode, yeah? Spring. This doesn't mean you it's get all about to just talk about the river, river. The river is a vagina. I, I literally had nothing to say in reply to that. I didn't know what to say. It's like... Also, can I just... little uh, Look at that little pod on the other side, on Eel Pile Island, just on the other side of the bridge. What's that pod there, Paul? I think it's someone's kind of greenhouse relaxing area in their garden. It's very some... 60s futurist, isn't it? There's some very nice houses on the seafront that go out on... Oh, look, there's a sunk, if you look behind the pod, there's a sunken, a sunken trampoline. Do you see that? Yes. So people who live there obviously have a little sunken bit of money. trampoline's a bit like a vagina as well. Isn't <laughs> it's, it's, not. it's more like a big... Elastic. It's more like, nice, a, nice more and like tight. a big beefy hymen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is that what you want? Bouncy hymen. I met her anyway. once. <laughs> Take a picture of me on the bridge. Uh, Take a picture. What? Your camera. I want to be seen on the bridge with the people on the dinghies... Uh, Rowing, and there's a so boat up that way. When we get onto Eel Pie Island, yeah, we're going to do some uh, some straight up uh, cheap show stuff, aren't we? Well, we're going to have our pagan picnic. That's the plan. Oh, okay. I want the river in the background. Look at me, I'm no, sexy. because the sun's that way. So All right, well then do it this way. And this is me roving reporter there shot. You go. These are lovely. I love it. Give it more. Mm. 
Is mm. it more podcastery? Oh. Like you just had an idea for a new character. Oh, he's named Alan Swat. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is no, Alan no, Twat, no. and I know everything about places. Twickenham was born on the site of a pagan god called Fatarkotov. Was, was it? Is there any Yes. Are we also, for the people who are a bit more serious-minded, um, you know, want to know about the rites of spring and the pagan rites of spring that we are celebrating in our own way by being on the clit of the river here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be looking up if there is an occult connection with Twickenham. Um, and I've got what old it means the old what Twickenham yes. means. Well, I've got a, I've got. I bet mm. it means witch on the hill. I've witch. got an old pagan song I know called the the clit of the river. Oh, is this, who's Alan Twat? Is yeah. this? hello, Alan. <laughs> Alan Twat, who knows everything about he everything. Also a singer. He might be. <laughs> he might. He might. It might be. Yeah. Well, let's hear it. Fuck it. I'm in a good mood. Oh, ta 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 ta. I sit by the river. Ha 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 ha. Okay, Alan. And are you some kind of local historian? Did you say that? No more questions. Bye, Alan. See you later. Okay. Now we're crossing into Eel Pie Island. I've never set foot on the on Eel Pie Island. And why is it called Eel Eel Pie Island? Because an eel pie is a bit like a fanny, isn't it, as well? <laughs> stop, stop saying everything's a fanny! They just keep popping up! No, okay, so, Eel Pie Island was a place where people would go to picnic around the time of Henry VIII, uh, and the idea was is that while they were here, they would eat the locally uh, sourced food, which was eels. From so, the river? Yeah, so the, people the, the would... The ca- used to be um, full of eels, but they've been overfished, did you know that? Yes. Yeah. So that was the thing, you'd come here and you'd eat eel pies on your day out and have a picnic. Well, you so, wouldn't go for an eel pie because you're allergic to fish, aren't you? Yes. Where is oh, a funny you... thing. You're allergic already. <laughs> All the deep themes are coming up. This, this little lovely spring walk we're having through a lovely garden. Oh, we're going past lots of residences here. Well, that's yeah, the thing, people pie. live on Eel Pie Island. I mean, of I don't. people live here, don't Of course they, they do. So um, we are going to find a spot on here, somewhere we can sit down, get out our uh, picnic eatings and have some nommy noms, pagan nom noms. And I'll give you a little bit of history about Easter and paganism as well. <laughs> Shut up. And I'll look up Twickenham. <laughs> yeah. Of course, other thing I'd mention about Eel Pie Island as well, outside of the people who live here, um, it's also famous for having a recording studio where I believe the Stones recorded an I album or two. And the Who and Hendrix was here or something. I like yeah. a lot of those 60s rock people. About half a mile away, uh, a little walk away from here, there's a museum, Eel Pie Island Museum, which talks about all the oh, music yeah. stuff here. So if you ever wanted to go when it's open, you can cruise master. See, there's a lot of, like... Everyone's houses are so kind of quirky. Like, look that's at that. Got all the, what, that's the stuff it's got an alligator on the end, an ice cream on the roof, and a cat that's staring it's at Americana, it. It's Americana, isn't it? Like kitsch Americana. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. like Love Shack. No snivelling, go. It's cool. Do you think that's a proper house, or do you think it's yeah. just where someone goes to kind of fix their boat and... Maybe someone's second home. But look, over here you've got some oh, very modernist, rest. brutalist sort of block of flats there. Very always. modernist, brutalist block of flats. I like that. I like that brick brutalism. Yeah. Nice vernacular brutalism. I know you like it, but I find it a bit ugly. I don't know what to say to that. Well, ideally, I'd like you to say nothing, and then we move on. That's usually how these things roll. Well, let's move on then. Right, we are moving on then. So press stop because people. No, I'm just yeah. All right, we are, but we're just going to look for a little spot where we can go for a, a picnic type thing. Although it's a horrible feeling that this might be over before it's begun. Let's see where this goes. Yeah, we are recording now. Bloody hell! Right, we've just been accosted by an eccentric French lady who said, literally, just said, "I want to explore," you know, like that, like a. I'm going to give him a minute until he says something about fannies. She was very wistful. She was wistful like a spirit, wasn't she? 
pool. No, she's just an old lady sitting on a bench who was looking to explore the she island. She wasn't an old lady. She was a, like a chanteuse. She was a French lady of a certain age. And she went, I want to explore. You know, with a sort of very suggestive. No, she was just wanting to explore Eel Pie listen, Island like listen, we just are. because you can't read situations. Read the room, Paul. Read yeah? the island, Paul. Yeah, read the island. <laughs> Magical things are starting to happen. I wonder where the recording studio was then. Because these are all quite... I mean, it must be quite expensive to live on here, right? Yeah, an absolute mint. But why is the bridge open if there is no... Th- well, because live, people live here. Uh, I mean, that, that's literally it. We've just walked past two people who I think are also... You see, that just goes to someone's house. That just goes. So we're Lovely. literally one little pathway That's it. that leads us past all the houses. So there must be another entrance or exit on here. There must be another access to the island because it's not, it's not this small. Well, let's have a little look at the map and rethink then. Eel Pie Island Association. Oh, look, you are here. There we go. So there's a. Now there's the bridge. That's where we came in. That's where we went up to. Yeah. So that's where we stopped. Yeah, there's no open space though. So no, so that just goes down that way, past the Sycamores, Tideway, Run yeah. Softly, Pie Crust and Shamrock. But I don't know if there's anything down that end. Copper Beach it says, but it's not a beach, is it? That we no. Do you want to have a look I down there? I find it all just... quite um, claustrophobic. I feel like this is where they drag you if they yeah. were going to sacrifice you. Yeah, totally. The people of the Eel Pie Island yeah, just it's, take no, you. stay away, it says. It says stay away. It doesn't say thanks for visiting or anything. We're, we're, we should need to leave. I guess, Come but on, like... Let's get off the island. Do you, do you want to? Because, yes. I, I mean, I don't know. I really do. Let's go. All right, well... Go back to the real world on the other side. Let's cross past the nook and see if... Uh, well, it's all very twee. Well, we're going to have to find somewhere else to have our picnic then. I thought we'd have a jolly picnic like the oldie on days. Island. What did you assume? that? You just assumed there'd be somewhere on Eupile Island to hang out? Yeah. You did zero research. It's a disaster. Though. It's not the a disaster. Fucking... It's not. It's How just... is this a ritual? We're... I just thought... We haven't had our libation. Just look how big it is. You'd think there'd be more space around the back end, right? How... some open space. We're on the bridge again, everybody. Back off Eel Pile Island after this disaster. Shut your fucking gobble. Let's go on the beach and have a fucking beer. What? Well, no, let's walk up that way a little bit, and then there's a All field, right. and we can have a sit down on a bench. So, what's and the plan? Tell everyone what the plan we're gonna is have a, after we're gonna find a, We're going to have a spot to find a biscuit. No, picnic. <laughs> we're going to find a place for a picnic, but we can have a biscuit. <laughs> Maybe. Right, that's the plan, Eli. Can you hold this for some time, please? What? Your bag of booze? Yeah. So, booze, outside of the recording equipment, the food I've got, the bags I'm wearing, you also want me wearing a coat and holding this microphone. All your booze. Just while I took a sip of water. Just why you took a sip of water. And you didn't have to buy this much booze, booze anyway, yes, did I you? Did. You didn't. Look how it's going. We need to self medicate. Pronto. No, nub this is nubs not, ahoy. No, don't <laughs> stop saying nub nubs ahoy. Let's just get it rolling. Nub nubs ahoy, you know? Just once or twice every episode for the next two months. Ice cream van again. Oof. Oh, that, yeah, that pong. I think that's a residually eel pie pong. Oh, yeah, there's a definitely very nautical, uh, fishy, deep fishiness coming off the eel pie island. Yeah. Eel pie pong. Can we listen? Let's just uh, recap on what happened to us. We were just, we're not on eel pie island anymore. We've come across the bridge. We're back onto Twickenham land. Oh, this is so a big Paul, chopper. It's one of those double uh, helicopter choppers. Chopper. What they called Apaches. Yeah. Or something like that, yeah. So that's Apache, why it's on the left hand side. Them, what? Uh, Apache on the left hand side. 
No, I didn't want. I, n- no. I didn't want to know. There's a pub here. It's We're a duchy. Called... You don't pass the Apache. I know, mate. Look, oh, look. There's a crow with something with an ashtray in its fucking mouth. <laughs> it does. It has an ashtray in its gob. <laughs> wow. Take a picture. Oh no, it's going to fly away. Is it a pic? No, it's not an ashtray. Yes, it is. It's like a coffee lid. It's a coffee lid, or it's a. They build nests, don't they? The crows are such. Cheeky bastards. I can't, I'm not going to get a good shot from him. Well, give it a go, because right now he's doing something with it. He's holding it in his gob. He wants it. He knows he's got a need for it. Oh, he's off. He's, fly, he's flown onto the balmy arms, which is a pub. You like crows, don't you? Even though they're evil. Right, so um, let's find a spot up here. We're the going gardens into, are here. Yeah, there yeah, are gardens here. Do you know here. whose gardens these are? Uh, no, but there, there's pathways and benches and things and parks we can just sit on. We should be able to find a spot quite easily to do some more picnic. No, do our, our ritual. We're not doing a ritual, Eli. We're just having some cheap eats picnic. It's a lovely picnic, paganish picnic Barmy day. arms, what does that mean? Barmy, mad, as in pagan, as in lose yourself to the oneness. There's a coat of arms which has a swan with an ashtray in its mouth <laughs> and a sign that says underneath it looking backwards looking forward there's a little theatre thing there so this is a um, it's one of those grey crow things they're not crows they're like martins or something I don't know I don't know whose they are <laughs> <laughs> Royal Richmond Shakespeare Society RSS by the Mary Wallace Theatre oh, mm. around here isn't it the RSS wishes everyone the very best for a great and safe 2021 in the hope of our opening our theatre again soon. Well, I hope you do, richmondshakespeare.org.uk. Now, yeah. tell everyone, and I want you to be honest, like you are usually, about what the fiasco that just the centrepiece of this supposed podcast we're doing was meant to be our ritual spring picnic featuring Chegwin on Eel Pie Island. What we'll happened? Find, we'll what find, just happened for? We found out that Il Piana is effectively a bunch of posh houses and a boat club. That's it. And there's that, see, there's the boat place where we got up to there from this side, oh, you can yeah. see it. And then on there, you got the Phoenix. So it, that's all. a member, though, to even hang out. Yeah. Not the likes of us. Not for the likes there's of us. No podcasters. Especially no, point e- sign. especially no economy comedy podcast people. We're the last ones they want. Right, so let's uh, find a place to sit down because I've got a Eli proper fucking sweat on. Yeah, it's uh, must be the hottest day of the year so far. I, uh, yeah. Mm. Well, so if you fo- if you want to follow us on your virtual map, <laughs> you are at Riverside right now by the embankment it, on this Twickenham. This is proper old heritage film around here, isn't it? Yeah. Old, oh. old walls and old cottage houses. And... You said it's very kind of um, yoldy, isn't it? Yeah. Cobbly. Yeah. Right, let's find a place to stand so I can fucking put this down. I've got sweat on. I've got too many clothes on, Eli. When we get the jacket set up, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk again. Okay. We will. Right, so apparently we are now sitting on the green outside of Orleans House Gallery, which is temporarily closed. Which is an old house. It's an old house. And we saw some interesting artwork on the on the alleyway on the way up. It was uh, scenes, Victoriana scenes, postcard, Victorian postcard scenes, Paul, yeah. of, uh, of Twickenham and the environs, but with magical creatures and fantasy uh, added. Fantasy. For example, the tripods from... Um, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. No, I've almost said Orson Welles' is Wars of the Worlds, but it's... It's, it's uh, well, H.G. Wells' H.G. Wells' Wars of the Worlds. H.G. Wells' Wars of the Worlds. Wells' Wars. 
sausages by yeah, wolves. I took a picture of it. There's like lots of animals. There's lots of pictures of but hippos. The one that stood out to me, Paul, was the was the tripods because wasn't that set here? That was set somewhere in London, wasn't it? Maybe, maybe. I don't it was know. set on the Thames because there's a scene in Limehouse. I'm sure where they're coming across the Thames or something. Right at the end, the tripods going oh, oh the tripods oh. oh and then they're defeated by the common cold mm. Mm. much like the modern world to think to think right we basically load down right we found some green space yeah i'm a beer in hello let's do some rituals it's the spring episode of cheap show thanks for joining us here That's you right. may be picking up on the ambience of small child no don't say <laughs> it like that there's a That's, bunch of them don't say over it there. like and there's that, other though. people there's other adults around <laughs> yes there are other adults look you've ruined this now i've ruined everything what i wanted to do was read out a little bit about easter because i don't know if you've ever properly tackled it on the podcast we have before. we did that thing the polish thing where they slap them up they chase them down with paddles and slap them up remember oh god yeah and you have to eat the cake off their behind or something like that sometimes i wonder if what we talk about on this podcast is is, is real <laughs> you know what i mean well what is real we let's define your terms it's not real. Nothing we do on this podcast is real. Anything I experience with my eyes is real. Only your eyes? What have you smelt something? Hang on. Uh, uh, what have you... Like, what, Winkies? What do you mean, Winkies? A dirty Willy. Why would I you think know. of that? I don't know. <laughs> Why? I don't know. You've soured this. You've soured this? With your unclean Willy talk, you've uh, soured this. Right, anyway. <laughs> it's going great. I found an article on oh, a yeah. website called uh, abc.net.au, which is Australian apparently. Origins of Easter from pagan festival of Christ- and Christianity to bunnies and chocolate eggs. Bunnies and chocolate eggs. So it turns out Easter actually began as a pagan festival celebrating yeah. spring in the northern hem- hemisphere oh, long blah, before blah, the blah. Get to the good bit. Since prehistoric times, <laughs> people have celebrated the equinoxes and solstices as sacred times, says Sydney professor Carol Kuzak. Hello, Carol. And the spring equinox is a day when the amount of dark and the amount of daylight is exactly when identical. That? So you can this tell. This year, when is that? I don't know. Are we on the equinox? It's June, isn't it? Because it's, it's midsummer night, is that? Not midsummer. No, it's the spring equinox. N- All right. It's when it changes from winter to well, spring. Well, we put the clock backs. That was, yeah, it's, it's a but few days ago. But they didn't have ago. that in the medieval times, did they? They had clocks to put back. No, they didn't, but they did. But the, cl- the clocks going back and forward are it correlated with the equinox in some way well, that I'm not on. aware of. The spring equinox is a day with the amount of dark and the amount of light. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 blah, blah. And you can tell that you're emerging from winter because the daylight and the dark have, beco- have come into balance. People would map their whole life according to the patterns of nature. Following the advent of Christianity, the Easter period became associated with the resurrection of Christ. In mm. the first couple of centuries after Jesus' life, feast days in the new Christian church were attached to old pagan festivals. Spring festivals with the theme of new life and relief from the cold of winter became explicitly connected to Jesus conquering death. For, for, for listeners, where he says Jesus, just think Chegwin. Okay? Chegwin, <laughs> yeah. We are gonna, well, Chegwin hasn't been sacrificed or crucified. Well, he was when he died originally. Did he die for our sins? And we like, don't know how he died. He just, Cheg- just, he's stillborn. Chegwin's... Oh, mate. Then he's stillborn for our sins. Now we're getting into complicated st- debates about the meaning of life and what is life well I think we should we need to address the deeper issues on this pod Paul no and we Chegwin... don't it's not this pod <laughs> <laughs> come on I'm enjoying the article right so Easter's changing date in three, uh, 325 AD it's still roaming around these, that, to these days the date isn't it yeah well the first major church council the council oh God, of Nicaea 
determined that Easter should fall on the Sunday following the first full moon after the spring of Equinox. Oh, fuck off. Which is true. We just had a full moon last night, and then Easter's this weekend. And the, yes, and they put the clocks back as, or yeah. forward or whatever. This is why the date moves around and why Easter festivals are often referred to as movable feasts. Yes. It's a period between March 25th and April 25th on which Easter Sunday must fall, and that's determined by the movement of the planets and the sun. Now, talking of movable feasts, Paul... What have we got coming up on no, the show? We've got, we've got to do <laughs> we've that in the next over there. Stop getting ahead of ourselves. I'm just I'm foreshadowing us eating crisps. In some countries in Europe, the name for Easter is derived from the Jewish festival as Passover. So in Greek, the feast is called Pasha. In Italian, Pasqua. In Danish, Pasach. In French, it is Pach. <laughs> he says, it, incorrectly pronouncing all four of them. Pach. All right, I'm French. <laughs> Should we go to the Louvre? <laughs> in the po- the Champs de Lise. Champs de Lise. Champs de Lise. Oh, you're wearing some sexy lingerie, eh? Right. Um, Did you nick that? That's nick. No. I can tell now. In English-speaking counties, countries, and in Germany, Easter takes its name from a pagan goddess from Anglo-Saxon England, who was described in a book by the 8th-century English monk Bede or Bede or Bede. <laughs> Eostre, I think it's pronounced, E-O-S-T-R-E, was a goddess of spring or renewal, and that's why the feast is attached to the vernal equinox. In Germany, the festival was called Oströn, and the goddess was called Astara. Here's an expert, eggs and, ch- and, and eggs, rabbits and eggs. Many of the pagan customs associated with the celebration of spring eventually became absorbed by Christianity and the resurrection of Jesus. Um, during the Middle Ages, people began decorating eggs and eating them as a treat following Mass on Easter Sunday after fasting through Lent. This is actually something that still happens. The custom of decorating hard-boiled you eggs... You don't have an egg as a feast, is no, still No, but decorating eggs is still a kind of a deep folk egg. custom. It's a fucking egg. Just have an egg. I eat eggs all the time. I haven't yeah, I know. Egg. It's fucking egg. I'm just saying they use eggs... They, they focus on eggs more during Easter because... What about bunnies? Well, I'm going to talk to you now about bunnies. Do they come out of the eggs? I'm going to tell you. Rabbits and hares are associated with fertility and were symbols to the goddess Eostra. Like right? Chegwin. Yes. Like Chegwin. The first association of the rabbit with Easter, according to Professor Cusack, was a mention of the Easter hare in a book by German professor of medicine, George Frank von Pikachu. <laughs> not Pikachu. <laughs> Franken now. I love the way you... published sort of took a run-up for that name and, and it still it fucked fail. it up. I still said Pikachu <laughs> instead of Franken now. Uh, published in 1722, he recalls a folklore where hares would hide the coloured eggs for children to hunt, uh, and it was hares would. Yeah, and the How, eggs why would, would be... hares? How do the hares it hide was, stuff? Because it, imagine it like um, it's not like a big the scary fairy. man dressed as a hare running around, no, sacrificing children. No, <laughs> it was more like put a used... child in an egg. It was more like they used the hare as an example, uh, as a character to explain why the eggs were hidden. Okay, yeah. you see what yeah, I mean? Yes, like the tooth fairy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> off with your beeping. <laughs> You That's what I mean. Cunt. There's a strange um, tension here between it feeling urban, but it's very rural, the actual setting. I was mentioning... Was well, a car park over there where some dickheads obviously just walked yeah. away? There's a lot of activity. Oh, good. Thank you. Um, Commercialisation during the 19th century saw rabbits become popular symbols of Easter and the growth In of the, the car industry. So relatively, the, the, the rabbits were added relatively yeah. uh, uh, recently. Postal services became affordable and people wanted to keep in touch with people, so card companies like Hallmark became big by launching images of small little rabbits Hallmark and Easter eggs on cards. They're like the, the robber barons of the sort of the world of sentimentality, aren't they? Yeah. The first edible Easter bunnies were made from sugared pastry in Germany in the 19th century. Hello, I'd have one of those. Uh, and big confectionery companies like Cadbury's in oh, England like started sh- making sh- chocolate eggs. What are they called? The sugared ones? Sugar, sugar waffler. Are they called that? Just pa- pastry, bunny waffle. Pastry bunnies. I like the bunny waffle. Right. 
<laughs> I like the bunny waffle. I get the bunny waffle and I come out the house. Bluebunnywaffle.com. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that thing. Thank you. Man. Right. Uh, so, Cadbury started making eggs, and interestingly, chocolate used to be something that was bitter and drunk, and drunk became drunk. It was drunk. It was a, oh, it was right. a drink, wasn't it? Chocolate uh, became something that was, it was sweet. like coffee. Oh, I see. So it's more of a. It was dark... never in a bar to begin with. Well, this it is was what a drink to begin with. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, Cadbury started sweetening it and turned it into a, a treat more than a. And was that associated with Easter as well? Well, because Cadbury started making chocolate eggs around the 19th century. Oh, so or that's how Cadbury's got their start. They were quite no, religious. No, they were big anyway, but they just okay. started cashing in on I the see. iconography of Easter. I see. And, and but really sweet and chocolate Cadbury's, eggs. Didn't they have a quite a, a religious background anyway? Wasn't he very religious? He was a bit remember. socialist or well, whatever, it's, wasn't it's it? kind of like, built no, you're think, no, you're thinking of um, when we did the uh, wine gums thing, because he was quite religious, the guy, and that's why he was ah. against wine gums originally, because he thought it's going to promote drinking. Again, it's this temperance, the, yeah. the alcohol thing, because we and Paul were just having a discussion about non-brewed condiment, which you get in fish and chip shops here in the UK, don't you? Yeah. And I always thought it was because some people were allergic to vinegar or something, but it, it was because... Those temperance people, the abs, ab, you know, abstainers or whatever, who were against alcohol, and it, which led to the prohibition in America, yeah. they were against anything brewed because apparently in the Bible it says anything brewed, and vinegar is a brewed product as well. Oh, so what? Chips from the chippy would be banned if you, yeah. you wouldn't be able to have vinegar well, on them. Yeah, and it's stupid. So they had to invent this totally synthetic product, which is just sort of acid, the non-brewed condiment. Oh, right. And just that's with this weird outdated... Yeah. Like companies like Sarsen started Making doing that. non-brewed condiment. And that's what you tend to get in chippies anyway well, these you days, get it, isn't it? it? Yeah. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll use it as a replacement if they're really cheap. But in other ones, they'll have like a real vinegar and a non-brewed condiment for no reason. No one's going to go, oh, I'm religious. Maybe so I'm the, gonna... Well, maybe. You don't no, know. No one's religious in that way anymore. It's this sort Hello, of relic. Hello, I am Adam Twat. And I am religious. Adam Twat. Are you friends or relative of Alan Twat who oh, was created I mean, on the bridge? Uh, uh, Alan Twat. Right, hello, Alan Twat. <laughs> hello, I know everything about everything. Oh, your local, your local uh, historian, aren't you? Yeah, ask me anything about oh, Twickenham. I want to know about Twickenham. What, yeah. What's the name and everything about well, Twickenham? Well, apparently it comes from Toucanhorn, Hom, Toucanham, which is the first... Uh, Description of it in 705 it's AD. 705, it goes back that it far. It goes back that far. Right. And uh, apparently, we, we're not quite sure, but like Hom. I don't know why he scouts now. <laughs> I don't, but Hom. Yeah, I don't like this voice anymore. Oh, come on, <laughs> but Hom uh, used to be like ham, you know, like a hammer. A ham, like a hamlet. hamlet. It means a small settlement, really. Yeah. And we're not quite sure where Twicker comes from. But they thought there might be a local monk called Twicker. Or there was named by a local monk called Twicker. But there is between the spot is between two circles, uh, two rivers, isn't it? The Thames and another one. Yeah, because I think the word ham or uh, then, betwixt rivers, meant, marshy ground betwixt rivers. Yeah, it? like a a piece, like a fiefdom or a little village near a river. And side. you can see it's sort of uh, I think they call it morphology or whatever. With the way that the sound little, of the, the sound little, of the uh, two the, the U in toucan. Yeah. Turns into a wuh, turns into a double yeah, U. Yeah, See those change over so years. Be, the way, yeah. See twick. So it might be Twickenham, Twickenham. Yeah. Oh, that's the point how you say it. Twickenham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's what I meant. Twickenham. <laughs> Hello, Alan Twat. Fuck off. I'm man. gonna go okay, now. Good. I'll Everyone put some wants stuff to, out later, including your creator. Do you want to suck it? <laughs> no. I'm here now. No, fuck off. Fuck off, Alan. I gave you some facts. Now give me some wax. <laughs> Bye, Alan. <laughs> He's off. He's run off. Oh, you like that off little ending, didn't you? You like the rhyme. Then you'd think that's that's good enough. To it's, get out. It is. it's the only way I can think of getting this. So we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to have our pagan picnic. So join us.
momentarily. Ah. Right, there's some great corvids down here as well for nature lovers. Corvids? It's a type of bird, including crows, ravens, magpies, we can see two of right now, and a, a curious grey-breasted small crow. I wonder if any of our listeners know what I saw. I tried to point it out to Paul. He wasn't interested. I am not. I'm trying to fucking fill in a nuance here. I'm trying to do a nuanced fill-in. Right. I want the old ons, not a new ons. Oh, God, <laughs> why have you turned into fucking some kind of end of the pier weirdo? I'm on dad mode joke. Yeah. <laughs> dad mode joke. <laughs> dad joke mode. Dad joke mode, dad right. joke mode, dad joke little, mode. Little, 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 little dad joke mode. Right, so we're going to have a little picnic and uh, cheap eats, really, we're yeah. having some cheap eats. And what says um, Easter more to you than Pringles? <laughs> <laughs> I saw these two flavours recently, they're limited edition. And I'm giving it the full half report, mate. And I'll just go straight into it. One is Pringles, limited edition, <laughs> New York hot dog flavour. Pringles. So, Pringles, there's also bacon mac and cheese flavour. <laughs> My girlfriend tried these the other night, and she says, if you want to do a barometer of the taste thing... Let's she went, get a spectrum, I like this, this is good so science. So she is, you know, she likes them, and she thinks barbecue would get a 10, that's, that's her That's her top one. Does she like the other ones, sour She's cream and cheese? She just loves the... What would they be in the 7 or the 8 range? Probably, yeah, for okay. her. It's good spectrum. Whereas, she tried these last night, and she said they both got a... F- I think she said 4 or 6. It wasn't high. You can't remember. You said to me 4 before she we said started you, this. Okay, so it was 4 then. Yeah. I'm just kind of... Doubting myself now that I've okay, no, let's on. say four. Uh, it's good for the narrative, right? Let's yeah, it's say. good for that. Na- yeah. It's four. God, we've made a mouthful of this bloody. Intro. Well, let's make a mouthful of these <laughs> now, so, Paul. Yes, yeah, I'll get a half on it. Yeah, get a half on. <laughs> yeah, get the half on. He's going to take a sniff of the this bacon with, mac and cheese. That's what Pringles. we're starting with. Yes, Paul. Thoughts? Which one do you think you'll prefer? What appeals to you more as a flavour profile for a crisp? See, I, I haven't tried these. Only my girlfriend has, so I'm not. I, I don't know. Just, so I'm, I'm saying on the face of it, with these, the hot dogs is probably the one I probably might really? like more. I reckon I've that's going to be bacony. I reckon they're both going to be bacony. No, I think that's going to be mustardy. The hot dog one. Yeah, because you, you know like get... when they use pickle and burger yes. flavour to make you think yeah. you're having a... I'll be impressed if there is some real mustard sharpness on that. All right, well, let's go on. Huff the uh, bacon, bacon, mac and, and cheese. cheese. It's cheese and bacon, basically. Now, my partner said... Those are two distinct crisp flavours that we're very, yeah. both very well, familiar with. Well, my partner with. said going in that you wouldn't even notice the bacon in it, really. Well, you know, from the first half report I've got here, Paul, yeah. I totally concur with your mysterious girlfriend. <laughs> because... Not mysterious. She is to me. I've never met her. I know, but you know, it's been four years or it's something. It's been almost three. <laughs> All right. I'm. Get, well, anyway, I'm getting. What are you getting? Just cheese on the mainstream. Cheese, cheese on, on the, the main, main on the main boulevard. Cheese is walking what down. What kind the of main. cheese? Are we talking like a funky crispy cheese? cheese? Crisp cheese. You know, cheddar cheese. Like those crispy fucking smelt the other day, which were all cheesy as well. All right. Okay. It's just cheese. Generic stale cheese. It's just crap. cheesy generic. Can I have yeah. a huff? Oh yeah, these smell like they smell like quavers. They actually smell like quavers to me. Uh, okay, we have got quavers later. Uh, spoilers, foreshadowing. So no spoiling. <laughs> How does it spoil it for them to know that there's quavers coming? Because uh, I think it gives a little tingle, like very much like a quaver on your tongue, Paul, with the little air pockets, pockets so bubble. Can you just eat and shut up? I think I need to absorb that Corona I've just downed. All right, great. You got an alcohol problem. Got an alcohol problem. Very funny. Right, there I'm going to try one now too. Here we go. Now what? This is mac and cheese. It actually tastes like quavers. Mm, exactly like quavers. As soon as you said it, I had a mind click epiphany, and it just the flavour I was experiencing 
You've been very suggestive of that to me. Yes. You've suggested a mind gestalt of fucking quavers, and now I can't think anything well, else. But I can't taste anything bacony. Yes, no, there is. I've it's got like... it. It's coming through at the back. Give it a swallow. Hey, Masticate it, then give it a swallow, and then the back of your palate, oh, yeah. you'll, you'll get... Deep throat it. On the deep throat sort of area, you'll get a, a bacony after tinge. No. Is that paprikery? It's a paprikery mm. aftertaste for That's me. That's what they're... Yes, there's a, but there's a crossover between those two flavours. You've got to understand that. Do you understand that? It's Do you understand like... the crossover between those two flavours? Fuck off. It's Smokiness not... is what we're talking about. Yeah, smoky. Yeah. But it's mainly quavery cheesy. That's the thing. I don't think that's too bad. No, it's fine. I don't know if I could demolish a whole sleeve of these. Is, you just think it's not very accurate. You think if you didn't know what flavour it was and you had to guess what flavour they were. I would just were. say cheese. We should do that and reverse, do it reverse way. See if we can guess the flavours. A special brand off, brand off. Well, that's for the future then. Maybe I'll get some flavours. and Wouldn't you'll that be good? Get, yeah. You have to take, get some outlandish ones yeah. that would be difficult to taste and see how, exactly how Something accurate like, they like, are. Bacon, eggs, and burg and or whatever you know. Pudding there's, crisps. There's, a, there's a whole cornucopia of weird crisps. No, I, you there's, know what? There's a lifeblood of this pod. I'm all, I'm all up for it. I'm up for it. Because I think it. that I think I disagree. I think that is quite a sophisticated. This is Pringles flavor. talking about. This is not sophisticated. It's quite. It's quite nuanced. Sophisticated. All right. Or what would you give that out of ten? I would give it a six. Six. Six and a half. I'd say six and a half. I could eat a bunch of those. You see, it's hard to judge with Pringles because they're just Moorish by their very nature. Something about the yeah. texture and the salt level is just going to... Yeah. you see what I mean? You just smash them. So the flavours basically doesn't matter. That's right. what they they know. So that's I am now can... taking the Huff lead with New York hot dog flavour. Now, when you say New York, what, what do you think when they say hot dog New York to you? Well, it's the, it's the epitome of the, of the hot dog. New York is associated with hot dogs. So I mean, it's yeah, just the true. classic, extremely flaccid, flowery bun. Mustard, ketchup. And then you'd hope... A proper Frank, like an American Frank, which has the proper pop on it. Do you know what I mean? Ooh! <laughs> that's a that's huff. a Huff report. That, 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 that's a Huff surprise. That's a real deal Huff report, man. He's not holding anything back. Um, it's alarming. It's a very, it's a very astringent... Crumbly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm going to do... I'll give, give it a shake to jostle the get molecules. Jostle the Huff molecules yeah. around. Aerate it. Oh, he's done it. <laughs> he's done the face. He's done the face. Ooh, that's unpleasant, isn't it? Is it? Because you, you don't it's get... prawn cocktail like stale yeah. prawn cocktail. But you get the mustard right up your nose. Yeah. It's, yeah. Mm, it's hard to tell because it has got that mustard smell, so that might be nice and the actual flavour when it when you get the salt. I'll let there. you start then. You can have the first bite. Eli's going into the tube and he's pulling out a hot dog Pringle. Problem is I've got bits of fucking... Mac and cheese with bacon stuck in between my well, fillings. Wash your mouth out with some booze, then you fucking wretched twat. You don't have to be nasty to me, you know. You can't. You, the podcast still works without you doing that every sort of I don't know seven minutes I on average. I disagree. With someone with the ego as uh, fragile as mine, the only way I can make myself feel good is to be- belittle you. I know, and that is sadly true. <laughs> so, it's right, like I'm this, having... this is not subtext of the podcast. Uh, this is, this the is out there. This is the text. All right. Eat the Pringle. This is going well now, isn't it? So. Chod you. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why don't you like it? You'll see. All right, that's, I'm really going to give it a bad. go. That's a miss. From the Pringles people. God. Oh, it smells burnt. Oh. Right, here we go. Oh, what the fuck's that? <laughs> they fucked that up. That is like that Snyderverse. 
That doesn't even taste like sausage. Oh, it's that's just disgusting. Actually disgusting. It's paprika, and then it moves straight oh. into mustard, in that order it's as well. It's not even sharp. The mu- oh, it's I a don't farty even know how mustard. to describe it. It's so farty, farty from beginning to end. Farty mustard, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But there's sort of like... Oh. Oh. Ah, that is a truly one of the worst crisps. I don't didn't think Pringles were God, capable of it's that. It's like a chicken's laid a bag of, bad egg yeah, on my yeah, tongue. Yeah, it's really bad. I don't even. It's like a century egg bursting in your mouth. Do you remember those crisps we did on Digitizer and they were everything flavour and they yeah. were fucking delicious? Yeah. This is like the bad reverse universe yeah, version right. of that, isn't it? It's this like every the, everything's clashing. The you bad know? timeline. All version. the flavours are clashing with each other in that, re- in a really nasty way. That's it. They clash. There's not enough sausage flavour no in there to make you go, oh, See, Now do you understand amplitude? Now do you understand it? I've always understood amplitude. What I don't understand is your obsession <laughs> with that phrase. <laughs> All right. Got to say it. Let's move on to Chris, right. because, surprise, it's quavers. Hey, who but could have foresawn that? But we're not doing any old quavers, because we've done quavers. We, they have made a but big fuss flavors. about bringing back the flavours from the 80s and, I guess, 90s, which were... Prawn cocktail and salt and vinegar. No, I did not know that. These are actual sort of retro flavours. Well, friend of the show, Pat Sharp, appears in the adverts for them. Ah, you know? the new campaign. I haven't caught that. Yeah, to kind of say, oh, look, um, uh, remember the old things from the old days? Oh, and it's got like person in flares yeah, or got, whatever. it's got that. Right. Yeah. It's got some of Dealey Boppers or something. Like. Yeah, something like that. Sorry, I just did a fart and I wondered if I'd followed through and I got distracted. <laughs> you don't want to be saying that. You don't want to be going down that road. Well, I hadn't followed through, but I think it's just because it's warm. My bum hole's quite, quite moist. We were in a very nice spot, actually, here on uh, the, the grounds of New Orleans House. It's very um, warm, isn't is it? Is it New Orleans House? It's just Orleans. No, it's just called Orleans, Orleans House. Orleans House. Um, there is a toilet and it is working in these COVID times. In these COVID times. That's good to know, dear. Right, so anyway, quavers. Quavers. <laughs> uh, we're going to try to, I guess, retro flavours because they brought them they back are. in the past. They are and retro. Sharp, this is the world we swim in. Yeah. This is the ocean we swim in. The, it's the um, like the Monster Munch gambit, isn't it? We made them shit. Exactly. Let's go back to the past so people buy them. Like the Whispers as well. Well, it's not the same as Monster Munch because there was never an update of Quavers that was shit. True. Was there? True. Good point. Where this do you want to start? This is just reintroducing flavours that fell by the wayside. By the wayside. Mm. Where do I want to start? Um, poor got, cocktail. And look, Quavers, green salt and vinegar bag. That's it, they're is on that, brand. Is that still with Walkers? Is there That's green? Walkers, yeah. And I guess prawn cocktail is pink, as is... It's as pink is, across very, very many brands. Right, so what did you say, sorry? Brands. I was off in my own world when you said what flavour you like to try. Salt and vinegar or prawn? Prawn cocktail, please. All right, give me the hoof and then give me the taste, Mr Silverman. Quavers, as you know, are curled... What are they, kind of puffs? It's a light curly potato snack. I don't know how they make them. They bake them, probably, or something. Maybe. I don't know. Give us a hoof report. Oh my god, that is one of the most deeply farty. It's like someone, like a baby's nappy that someone's trying to fucking what? spray perfume on. And it's in a car and it's kind of coming from the back. Do you Wait, know what so I mean? Someone's changing a nappy in, in a car. In the back seat of a car and they're spraying and perfume. They're and the it. air conditioning is just sort of pushing it into the front. That's made me You'll feel see quite, what I mean. That's made me feel quite nauseous. You'll see what thought. I mean. Yeah, right. See how accurate that is. Let's try it. Give the half, there's a little half hole there. It's a good half. God, you're right. It smells like someone's farted in the back. Yeah. And like followed through a bit. It's, it's sort really of the eggy. cheese. It's, it's eggy. The egginess of the potato with the. Oh, God, that's really farty. <laughs> because in, in my mind, like it's almost tomato y, the yes. flavour for prawn cocktail. Yes. 
there's that overlap, that sort of fruity umami sort of yeah. area. Yeah. It's not like a prawn cracker. I'm going to try one. Quite subtle. It comes. It comes at the back, the, the tart, the sort of vinegar. Strangely not as strong a flavour as I thought it was going to be. No, there's something about the texture of it that sort of delivers it in a different, uh, at a different pace right. than a potato chip. Do you know Which what I mean? Which is usually smothered in dustings. Mm. Whereas this doesn't feel like that. Because the texture is all aerated on a, a quaver, isn't it? So yeah. the actual flavour molecules are delivered to your tongue in a different sort of uh, tempo and distribution. Do you know what I mean? And it's like a slower. It doesn't taste like prawn cocktail. No, not at all. It tastes more like tomato. I'm unimpressed. I love a quaver in me as well, a cheesy quaver. Yeah. Quaver's one of my favourite snacks. I like to just let them sit on my tongue and dissolve. There's a reason it didn't catch on. It. I don't think that, that flavour doesn't work with that type of snack, no. I'd say. Weird. And yet it was, maybe that's why the standard flavour fell out of favour after a while. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, saying. to be fair, I There's don't even reason. know. We don't even know if these taste like the original flavours from the past. There's no way we can possibly judge that. They're all right, you know, when you swallow it down, it does have a sort of prawn cocktail flavour. But it's not, it's, it's maybe too subtle. It's not, it's not very strong, no. All right. Too farty. Um, I would give that a five out of ten. Oh, by the way, hot dogs getting one. Wow. Those go in the hall of shame. That was a fucking <laughs> shaft of arse flavour. Seriously, what I can't imagine, those and those waffle chicken things that we had. The hall of shame. Now, What's my your view of uh, salt and vinegar as a flavour? It's a flavour that can't go wrong for me. It, I love it any way you want to slap it. Oh, I salt like, and vinegar, this. I've got this salt uh, and vinegar shoe oh, here. I didn't know this was going to be a whole <laughs> fucking thing with you. I've got a salt and vinegar shoe here. Right. Yeah. I'll have it. Thank you. How much is it? 20p. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> I like the sweeter um, flavourings. Like, for instance, you know, Smith Square Crisp Salt and Vinegar? You like the I love things. that. You're so I know, I've got a sweet tooth. Oh, he's having a hook. Oh. oh! There's something about the quavers that's very sulfurous and, a go. and farty. That smells like a chip shop to me. Okay. I like it. I'm happy with that. I don't, I don't get the There's egginess of that. That is right. a chip shop vibe. I'm going to taste one of these salt and vinegar I'm, I quavers. think we're going to like these. I Again, like nice but subtle. They're not as strong as I thought they were going to be. No, it's because of the texture. It can't deliver the flavour as quickly because there's too much air hitting your tongue. Do you know what I'm getting at? There's, there's spaces where the air bubble is, yeah. where the flavour isn't being delivered. So it's not a uniform, you know what I mean? It doesn't it's not hit a coating. Your, yeah, it doesn't hit your tongue in a coating. It hits it in different... Do you know what I'm getting at? I could demolish they're that. Be, they're better. I, didn't, don't love, I don't love them, but they're better definitely than the prawn cocktail flavoured ones. I could demolish that. Yeah, you demolish that. I'd, I'd, gi- I'd give the Quavers prawn cocktail a five and them a seven. I think I'm in concurrence with you there. Yeah. They are nice. I'm starting to get the, the claw hand on this, this yeah. bag. When you get the claw hand, you know they've beaten you. That's when you know when you're like eating. Yeah. It's like when you get a bag of popcorn and you're just realising you're just pulling fists and fists of fucking popcorn out of your mouth. Those are nice, those salt and vinegar bag. ones. Those are, those are good. Those are worth bringing back. Look, they put them in a fish and chip cone. Yeah, that's a good little design thing. There's yeah. a little uh, chippy disposable fork. chippy fork. Yeah, and a cone. And a cone of newspaper. Oh, I like that. And in look, the design. Cocktail. Yeah, look, 70s cocktail. And glass with as an if the curled quaver is the prawn in the cocktail coming yeah. out of the 70s with a little umbrella that you put in cocktails in cheesy 70s. Can I just say? I like say, the design. I like the design. Yeah. Can I just say, 
The very idea of a prawn cocktail dessert is disgusting to me. It's not a dessert. It's just prawns with mayonnaise, essentially. No, I know, but It's still, delicious, done right. It's still I love it. disgusting. The, the idea of mixing mousse with seafood is disgusting mousse. to it's me. It's ketchup and mayonnaise. It's fucking horrible. And paprika. It's, it's one of those disgusting 70s things that I've fucking it's ate. It's not. There are, like, it's not as bad as like sausages and cake in jelly with it's, a fish it's head or whatever. It's Fanny Craddock's batter. That's what it is. Anyway, we're going to end now with the Easter part. Is is this time for the ritual? It's time for the ritual. Get get Chegwin. Get Chegwin. Because it is time for us to, um, as the pagan uh, association with rabbits and hares and fertility denote, we must now devour a rabbit. But don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to really eat a rabbit because we've been sent in the post. I need to get the phone for this. Hang on. I've lost Cheggers. Have you lost him? Yeah. How have you lost Cheggers? I don't know. I must have left him in Ragnarok Park. You didn't, because we checked the park and there was nothing there. Now someone's going to think they found a oh, wedding no, ring. Oh, here he is. God, can you imagine if you walk in the park, you found a wedding ring box like that, Riffin. and then inside is a dead, stillborn it might make It might set you on a path towards the, the, the way. So this was sent... We got a great big package with loads and loads of American <laughs> candies and noodles in. It's not that. It's not that funny. <laughs> it just caught me. It just caught me, Paul. With cheap sincerity by someone called Stock. S-T-O-C-K. Cheap sincerity. Thank you. Staring at. I'm not staring at anyone. Trees. That's another thing I could have said. Shut up. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> I've got Chegwin. Good. Let it, me just read out this. the rattle of the Chegwin. So, Stock, if that's... His real name sent us a load of stuff. Okay, that's what I was getting hung up on. That. And there was a lot of peeps, and we've I've pulled out a couple of peeps for peeps this. Peeps are explain. Well, peeps are a standard Easter treat here in the in the America states. I oh, I can't read today. I don't know if you have them in the UK. No, we no, don't. We unless do you go not. to one of those candy American stores in, oh, in the West in those. End. Yeah. Right. But you've probably heard of them. Yes, we have heard of them. They are bunny or chick shaped marshmallows covered in. You only get those two. Coloured in sugar. You only get those two. Do, you, do they do Batman special editions? I don't do think. Do they I do don't know. like? I don't know. I don't know Smurfs. I don't know. Christmas Smurfs. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Hey. In interest of science, I now humble myself before your majestic powers of discernment and ask that you settle the argument and proclaim the truth about Peeps. We'll do what we Are can. Are they different? Are they the same? Are they gross? Jock. Is he called Jock? Stock. So it says. Only your formidable might can resolve this. Conundrum. Hello, I'm Stock Market. Eli, <laughs> the hot tamale ones are new this year. Oh, I, I don't like spicy cinnamon food. I prefer I like sweet. It. Tell me what you think. So, thank you, for, Jock. For the sake Spock. of brevity, I've, I've pulled out Peeps bunnies. Stock. Thank you, Stock. Peeps marshmallows, and it says, soft, yummy Peeps brand marshmallow bunnies are perfect for Easter baskets, snacking, baking, and more. Show us how you express your Peepsonality. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I guess you could bake them. They've so, got a sort of 50s vibe about them, don't they? They're just marshmallow covered in sugar. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? They've got a sort of 50s, the, the packaging and everything. They're very yellow. You can imagine them existing in 50s Americana. Yeah, you can. You can. Like those, um, uh, you know, those candy corns that you get in America at Halloween. What? That's... <laughs> Why does everything smell of nappies to me now? Yeah, you know what? This does smell <laughs> like a nappy, though. I will say that to you. <laughs> I know. The nose don't lie, man. It smells like a, it almost smells like a kind of uh, festival toilet. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> I don't What's wrong? Right, let's let's try this. This so is just generic flavour. Bunnies. And this they're yellow. Generic. They're lemon yellow, but they're oh, just. Oh, they're very soft. I've taken a whole row out there. Oh. You've grabbed one off the end. I've grabbed a little bunny off the end, and now I'm going to eat it. There is like a citrusy. Do you know what I mean? No, there's not. It's a sourness. No. Oh god. That's oh horrible. god. 
That is generic marshmallow bullshit. How is this allowed to be food? It's, not food? it's soft and then it's literally like drenched in sugar. Yeah. It's like eating sugar with a turd in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's, it goes with the theme of spring because it's all about rebirth. Oh god, that's dumb. Let's get the let's have the hot tamale ones now. Right, I'm trying to chew this. God, um, do micro bites. It's horrible, man. Oh, Just no. get it down. Have a swig of desperado. Booze. Desperado. Cheers. Cheers to the spring equinox and the pagan rites of spring. Yes, and Twickenham to regrowth and rebirth. Where is old Twicker? He comes round the ham. He comes through the garden of Orleans. Right, let's move on to Peeps. These hot are brand tamales. new for this year. This hot is a tamales. brand crossover, Peeps and Hot Tamales. What are Hot Tamales, though? They are little, they're fiery cinnamon sweets in the in the vein of a Mike and Ike or oh. uh, like that, like a Licorice? little chew. No, cinnamon. Okay, hot. so it's... The heat is the cinnamon heat. Because America does have a thing about that in its candy where it, it really likes its kind of hot tamale. So maybe you, you hear it in films hot like, tamales. that's a hot tamale. No, 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 no. A hot tamale, a tamale is a corn flour dish from Mexico, a tamale. Right. It's basically corn corn flour with some meat or something, uh, cooked in a leaf sort of thing. Oh, Steamed yeah, in a leaf. Yeah, yeah, Delicious. yeah, yeah. That's what a tamale is. And these are hot tamales. Uh, they, they, this is just like a pun that they've, they've used for the name of this the sweet. Yeah. There's nothing about a tamale linking it to the flavour of cinnamon. But you'd say that's a hot tamale, meaning, you know, someone of the opposite sex who was... Get fired up, it says on the back. Attractive. With the cinnamon flavour of hot tamales and peeped marshmallows. Two classic candies come together in one sweet and spicy treat. They must be I... both owned by PepsiCo or something, I bet. Uh, let's Basically, have a look. That's, all it, that's what these crossover things are about. No, it's... You know what's weird? So, it's peepsbrand.com. I can't see any of the other company subsidiary attention. But it's got the address, Just Born Inc. Bethlehem, PA. Pennsylvania. Beth, it's weird, Just Born, Bethlehem, PA. Is that the name of the company, Just Born? Just Born, No, Inc. that's the name of the town. No, it says Just Born, Inc. Oh. I-N-C, Incorporated, right? 2020. They're evil. Right, I'm uh, going to give it off this time. I'm going in. I think these are going to be disgusting, by the way. But who knows? Do you like that hot cinnamon sort of... Yeah, I num- do. ...numbing, but, that but tongue-numbing flavour? Yeah, but I don't like the texture of marshmallow. Oh. Oh. I'm getting the, hof, the real raw hoff report oh. from Paul here. It's um, it's exactly what you think it's going to smell like. You know those um, soapy, cinnamony kind of candy treats? Jawbreaker hots kind of thing. Oh, what's going on? Did you t- take too big a huff? No, I'm fine. Did you fly too close to the huff? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm not get- oh, yeah, I've got the cinnamon yeah. smell. That's all I'm getting, really. The little they chicks. look like little they chicks, look... but they look like chicks that a hunter has hunted and mounted on the wall. No, they look. Do you know what oh, I, mean? I mean? They look like chicks, but they also look like curled up turds. Doesn't it look like they're mounted on the wall though? Yeah, they like, look like little sod, sad like penises. Gone out and got. They look like little curled up sad penises with yeah. fucking mouse poo up nubbins. for eyes. Nubbins. The eyes look like mouse poos in the sun. Great. Let's just eat this quick. Here we go. Big bite. Is that like a cinnamon seed or? No, I don't know. <laughs> That's unpleasant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul, you, Paul, put it. I'll take that off your hands. You don't have to eat any more of that. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the texture. Oh. Oh. 
can't believe this is what we do now. I brought up all that <laughs> lager as well. Oh. Yeah, you're right. It's, an, it's, it's aniseed seed. <laughs> They're aniseeds for the eyes. Yeah. Need, this is a potent detail we shouldn't gloss over. It feels like someone else has been sick in my mouth. <laughs> it really is not pleasant. Oh. I didn't have that kind of gag reflex. But look, it's got little bits of aniseed. Yeah, which is nice. I like that. Really? I used to like get that. You know, you get um, well, doesn't it mention that? Ball. Why doesn't it mention that on the packaging? Very L- peculiar. Lying bastards. Right. Well, that's... am I right in thinking the eyes were aniseeds? Yeah, no, they, they were, were seeds. Weren't I can they? taste yeah. them. I'm biting isn't them. that weird though? Yeah, that's weird. A seed is like spring. A seed is, is uh, you know what I mean? It's the all birth. The, the rebirth, growing out of the earth. You Ooh. should eat. Cheggers. Well, this secret. I'm not going to eat cheggers. Eat cheggers down in one. We said we feed him to a dog. You said we feed him to a dog. That was the worms. ritual. So you eat cheggers as a sacrifice. I would never eat cheggers. If there was a dog here, though, it was up for it, I would feed it to him. Because I think that'd be. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the right thing to do. So well, What are we going to do with cheggers then? I've, he's been present. It's, he's present. He is the seedling. He is the seedling. Yes. He is he's the, the aniseed on the hot tamale face. Is he our totem? There's another plane going over. Well done. He is our totem of spring. And he's All along right. for this journey with us, Paul. Right, well, let's move on because well, we have, we have an a Easter little egg smoke hunt. break. And then yeah, we'll, we'll have a little smoke and a drink break. And then we'll have on, move on. Oh, because Snoopy we've got book. A, oh, well, we'll mention that in a bit. Oh, right, sorry. Because this I'm has been half an hour. Everything. No, it's been more than half an hour. You get carried away. It's been more than half an hour now, Paul. You're going to what, hurt me? No. You're going to hurt me here? No. You're going to try it on? <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. The thing you is have to go to the loo. That's what you're going to do. Yeah, I've got to go for a pee right. as well. We'll do all that. Yeah, piss Listen, report. Join us oh, back. Paul. No, there's can no I, piss report. Can, can we end <laughs> this fucking segment? One thing before we do, right? Can I just say, I've got this new, new phrase. When you're in a, in a park and you need to go wee-wee, you say, is it a piss and impossible? And then if you do it oh, successfully, if you do it successfully, you. you come back and you go, pishin accomplished. <laughs> come on. I'm not You're com- going on a pishin of your own, aren't you, Paul? Pishin accomplished? Anyway, thanks for listening to Cheap <laughs> <laughs> See, we'll see you, you after, after the this. break. Eli's pissed everyone, just so you know. He's had a few bottles and he's fucking walking around staggering now, bossing me about like he does when he gets drunk. Here we go, what's he got to say now? We're in Orleans Park. And I'm by the sign here, London Borough of Richmond upon Thames. What do you think of their logo and um Absolutely uninterested. <laughs> um doesn't say anything about the history of the site, but this is the park associated with Orleans House, so, so I assume. But I like the modernist design of the toilet block and calf here. Um, but Modernist fucking design. A little complaint about Orleans Park House garden lawn is they didn't sell me coffee. And it said open and I walked in and I had a whole chalkboard with cappuccino so forth written on it. And I said hello and he went no coffee. No. It's Twickenham ways I guess. Don't get a coffee, even if you're fucking open. No, maybe they just didn't, they were closed. Well, yes, they closed the fucking door. 
It's a nice day. You left on the a, door on open. a lighter note, Paul, here is some beautiful old trees down by the Thames here in Twickenham on the way to Richmond, as we are today. Yeah. Do you want to take a that. picture of Look a big fucking tree? Look that fucker, man. An old oak just by the river's edge. To go take a standby, I'll take a picture. I'm going to do a take a picture. Here we go. Watch this. Ready? Just to show how big the tree is, and it's small. Here we go. Look at this. You're right, it's a big old tree. There you go. So what we're doing? Tell him, tell him what we're doing in terms of... Well, now we're walking place. along the Thames oh, side. Tree, that tree's in the river. Yes. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? <laughs> we're walking now along the Thames bank towards Richmond Bridge. And then maybe Are from we there... we on the south bank or the north bank of the Thames? We're on the... S- South Bank of the Thames, aren't we? Yes, because we haven't crossed, have we? And we started no. in Twickenham. Yeah, you're right. So we're off now. And uh... oh, let's talk about that book you found. Oh, I found um, a Snoopy Maze children's Snoopy Maze book. So we were walking along the road, and there's a there's a box on a wall full of books. Obviously, one of those just take me books kind of thing, right? Yeah. So we looked, and there were some interesting things there. But Eli, what did you find? It was a Snoopy. Do your own maze, not do your own maze. What are they called? Maze books. My child's maze. Snoopy books. It's a Snoopy. He's lost it. It was a Snoopy puzzle book, basically, wasn't it? But, but it was mazes. untouched. Mazes. Untouched mint on this on the slippy slappy card, Paul. Mint Good. on. Because it wasn't new. It was like a book from, what, the 80s? Must have been. Yeah, but in perfect condition. The mazes hadn't been scrawled. I was expecting it to have been scrawled on. Yeah. It's untouched. It's my kind of thing. Like Easter, it is, it is virginal and untouched. And you can see photos of that find uh, on the website, Paul. And that is thecheapshow.co.uk. It's nice. It's nice and pleasant, this walk. It's very yeah. kind of... Can um, I say something? No one could blame me for having, you know, three Coronas and then just totally falling off. <laughs> could they? Could they? Look at these little wells along the way. Little culverted wells. Look at this U-shaped culvert. It's great around here. Very, you know, resonant. Of There's the that old big tent. house. Look, look at the big house over there. Oh, that's very grand. What is that? I don't know. Some fucking big old, big old fucking it house. Could be, no, it could be 20th century, though. Maybe. So we're just going to carry on walking now and find a place to park for um, the next uh, pagan oh, picnic part of our here. perilous picnic. predicament. Picnic. Yeah. We've got to get pagan. I've done that already. I want to get nice, nice and pagan. How do you want to get nice and pagan, though? We're just celebrating rebirth. Ball sweat. Round a a fire. Ball sweat. Do the dance. (laughs) Stop drinking. (laughs) Uh, No one could blame me. (laughs) You know? No one could blame me for killing 17 people. No one could blame There's me. flowers by this. It's a, it's a bench. Vicky Bergman, you are my life, you are my everything, Jesus. and then some flowers. Oh, oh, that that's... sounds extremely heartbroken by the well, grief. yeah, because that's what love is, isn't it? It's a bond between <laughs> two people that that transcends logic yeah, and reason. Another 70s kitsch cartoon. What? Love Is, the Love Is series. Do you remember the two I'm not going to put a dead lover's bench up against Love Is. Well, you said that's what love is. You used the phrase. It is a phrase. It's a Snoopy. Snoopy and love is. We're around at the same time. It is a phrase. Heat of the moment. (laughs) We were just discussing. We were just discussing the uh, Asia and yes and all those interesting things that. uh, Can I ask something now? Go on. How far is it up there? 
Well, the whole journey's not that far. It's only like three miles. And I think three we've done three. a mile. I don't know if I can go on. <laughs> no, I'm, you laugh, but yeah, I am. But how, look, there's it's all memorial benches up here. The magnificent Martin Davis died in 2019. Either he made me think or he made me laugh, oh, no, but killing. he never made me come. Oh. No, stop, put it away now. You've started, you've crossed the line into mocking the dead. Is that punching down? Like six feet down? <laughs> Beautiful, the way the light is playing off the... Yeah, do you want to take a picture of that? We need some pictures. Why don't you take a picture? All right, let's stop at this bench. And right, we'll stop at that bench. Let's stop no. at that bench. Yeah, that it's bench. Like there's a bomb on it. There's not a bomb Look, there's on something it. on that bench, at the back of that bench. Yes. What can you see on that bench? Uh, it looks, looks like a bag. It's like a tramp's bag full of poo. It's not a tramp's bag full of poo. It's full of... It's full of something. I'm going to investigate I it. bet it's got cold food or something It, it. looks like a picnic it's bag that's been left there. deadly salami. Right. Are we sitting here? No, just take a picture. Someone's <sighs> sandwich bag. There is no happiness like that of being loved by your fellow creatures and that feeling that your presence is an addition to their comfort by Charlotte Bronte. is a bench full of a quote now. And so with the sunshine and the great burst of leaves growing on the trees, just as things grow in fast movies, I had that familiar conviction that life was beginning all over again with the summer. It's very themic today's walk. Have you noticed that? That quote's fucking all... That's Equinoxy. Yeah, mate. We're, we're locking into some fucking energies here. That's what I'm saying. Pagan energies. Hommalapapion, yeah. jombalapapion. <laughs> I don't know what pagan stuff is. I like all the trees growing out of the water. Yeah, it's beautiful. And is that a duck or a heron or a moorhen? Moorhen. Justin Moorhen, the comedian. So these will be up on my Instagram. They're very pretty. And they'll be on our website, thecheapshot.co.uk. Oh, there's a weird Blue. sandwich bag on this bench. Dare you look inside? Go and have a look. What's in it? It's someone's lunch was in it. They obviously just sat there and forgot. They obviously left it there and forgot and walked off. And they've probably got halfway home and thought, I don't need my fucking mac and cheese. Yeah, it's fine. We just need to keep a record of this journey. Look, there's more flooding there. Yeah, a little bit of flooding. Well done. Well pointed out. Fucking pyro. I've never walked down this stretch before. It's quite nice. Yeah. That's why it's on. This is part. Of the, I like. I like the camber. Is this now walk. part of the walk that you researched? Yeah, hastily the other day. Yeah. So we've in the main part. We've of the walk. we've bypassed one bit I wanted to go to, which is that all those fountains and statues of ladies. But we're walking past Marble Hill House, which I believe is level three on Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> you can go near Marble Hill House. There's nothing. All it'll do is take you back onto this road. I mean, probably, but there's no point. It's just a feel with the people playing football. It's better than this. We're getting almost run over by cyclists here. Battery ran out. Oh, That's still your going. booze bottle. Pick it up. Don't leave it there. I wasn't going to. Don't fucking throw shade at me. Look at this weird tramp uh, boat. Comment on that. Describe that, Paul. We need your I descriptive powers. It looks like one of those. Yeah, all, a, it looks like a set from Blade Runner. It's, all dead. it's like Waterworld or something, isn't it? Yeah. It's all, it's all tacked together, sort of bits of old it's like scaffolding, scaffolding and boats and bikes and, bikes and, and pans and pipes. What is that? Take a picture of that, you bastard. That's the kind of thing we need to take pictures of on this journey. Oh, I've put my phone away now. Well, then get it out because get it's the only out. thing I'm asking you to fucking do well, on let's this go walk. Up to this bench, then. Right. We can't Jesus. keep stopping every bench. I just think, look at that, it's a great so angle. Look at that, it's so... 
fucking bench. All right, we're going to... Coffee. We need coffee. No, what you need this, is a this, fucking good old fisting. This Shangri-La is turning into a fucking nightmare, it's Paul. Like, everything. Like this typical fucking cheap show shit like show. This, this is proper council estate 80s bench. Yeah. Get, get a shot of that. I'll get a shot of that. You take the picture. You know what? You're a useless wank. Right, we're going to come back to you in a minute. We're going to take some pictures and then this we're going to come back to you. It's going to be a fucking short piece to, to start the journey down Richmond and we're, you know... You've ruined it with your over-enthusiasm. Can, uh... Rest in peace, Margaret, 1972. <laughs> yeah, <wasn't that? laughs> it's killing the vibe. Shut up. Quite literally. Let's, just, let's put a pin in this and we'll come back to you later. Okay. Join us later on this fantastic walk. You're a strong man, John. Aye. A mite stronger than I care to be. Then shower up with Irish Spring. Ah, the double deodorant soap for long-lasting protection. Look. In these green and white stripes are two deodorants. That means long-lasting protection. What a fine, fresh smell. That's why I use it, too. Irish Spring with two deodorants for long-lasting deodorant protection. Right, where are we? Where are we? Richmond Ice Rink and Pelabon Munitions Works, the most famous ice rink in the world. So we've been walking, walking along the uh, riverfront, the Thames, the Thames side, Heading from Twickenham to... It's a lovely walk, isn't it? It's very beautiful. Uh, beautiful light today, Paul. We're in, enjoying the rebirth of our podcast in a spiritual sense. I think yeah. today we're like a seed. We re- remain enclosed in a sort of wheaty membrane. Wheaty <laughs> membrane. And we burst forth in the springtime. Chag- yeah. Chagger's nose. Yeah, Chagger's is our, is our guide. He's our totem. But He's our along, spiritual element. We're along the uh, river a bit towards... Richmond, aren't we? And yeah. we've come across a historical uh, notice board next to this very garish estate. Um, it looks like there was an ice rink here, Paul. Richmond ice rink. The partly demolished building in the photo on the left was one of five Pelabon, Pelabon munitions workshops in 1914 to 18, and then turned to general engineering, but this one was converted into an ice rink. So it used to be a munitions factory, and then it was converted into an ice rink. That's good. Charles Pellebon's earliest workshop had started in a disused oh, roller rail. Come off it, mate. No one wants it. No, nah, I'm not interested either. Yeah. I just thought it'd be some nice colour. It would have been better than this, wouldn't it? Outside of Twickenham Ice Rink, 1977. There, it looks oh, a building. Look at that. And there's be, an aerial view. They, they destroyed it. They put up a parking lot. They put up this. They paved paradise and they put up a parking lot. No, it's in not 1978, a Sportsdome Limited sold the rink to property developer Tony. Contu, who sold it what? in 1987 to the London totally Edinburgh. What? Sorry? Caratu. Why did you say Cantu? Why he's did a you say He's property developer. You're say and he's the bad guy. Now. You're going to say all unwashed pee pee holes? No. Now, are you? The ring continued to operate until the 1992 ring-a-ding. The ring-a-ding. when Eli's penis was washed for the first time since birth. <laughs> 1972? Yeah. Three years before I was born. 1978, 87. Oh, when you washed it. I was alive. Yeah, <laughs> and you washed what, it. You're saying my mum. You're talking about my mum now. No, I'm not talking no. about your mum. You're saying if I hadn't washed my penis as a child, yeah. then my mum's to blame, basically, or my dad. Well, someone needs to tell me about that stuff. No, you did it out. You did it because you got you just screamed like a like a harpy. Oh, I screamed like a what? Like a pig. When every time every time someone had to touch it for whatever reason to clean it, move it, whatever, you'd scream. You'd scream. And so your parents were afraid to touch it. So you didn't wash it until 1987 when it grew a fungus. Paul. And it looked like fucking where the smurfs This is not lived. the time or the fucking place 
to make up a, a penis <coughs> law for me about something. If you want to know more, you can go to the most famous eye drink in the world, www.icerinks, with an X, I-C-E-R-I-N-X dot com. It's not a great website town. It probably doesn't exist anymore. But if you want to know more, you can. We're going to walk down now a little bit more with uh, Eli and his unwashed cock. By the side of the old ice rink. I stink more like. <laughs> Turn off the dad, yeah? Put the dad down. Oh, put the, put, stand back and put the dad down on the ground. No Let's one has stop. to die here. We, can we, we, we need to get to the next point, Paul, in our journey. This spring picnic. Look, there's a model of an owl on a post. Oh, look, there's more. There's loads of bird models on these. Yeah. Are they to scare the squirrels or something? Scare the squares? <laughs> I don't know. They're they not squares, are they? Scare the squirrels. No, I just think they put them. They built on the site of this yeah, one. it's all very kind of this is from before, like Disney property ish, isn't it, though? Is that it? Right, let's move on. He's coming this way. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. What's the name of his YouTube channel, Paul? Uh, Grand Illusions. Grand Illusions, man. The, Tim from Grand Illusions is standing literally metres away from us. Across on I'm the corner of Cambridge Road. I'm starstruck, Eli. Uh, the corner of Cambridge Road and... What's this? Richmond Lane? Oh, I don't it's fucking know. It's all South London, isn't it? It's all evil. Here he comes. Here he comes. It's exciting. It's all very exciting stuff. I don't know what to say. Don't make eye contact. What if he wants to see our toys? <laughs> I don't know. So where are we going next on our journey? It's bloody weird, isn't it? It's bloody weird seeing him. I didn't think he existed. Like a character from early on in the podcast's history, isn't he? And he's it like really appearing, is. it's very spring. But of course, he's a posh twat who would live around here. He's like I didn't know he lived in London at all. I don't... Push him. Push there him. He goes. Tim, Tim goes across the road. Towards Langtree House. He was talking, you know, I, I noticed him just on the curb there. He was talking to an old friend or acquaintance. And the guy who he's talking to said, oh, you're still doing them, are you? Do you know what, do you think what he was referring to? Was Videos yeah. and stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Should we follow him? Because yeah, we, we're going that way anyway. No, let's just leave it. No, it's a magic moment. Let him go on his way into Richmond. What's he doing? He's, he's quite old, isn't he? Well, yeah. He's been banging around for years, hasn't he? As a toy fur collector, gadgets and stuff. But he's just having a stroll here in Richmond. What right, do we let's need cross to the do? Road. Let's talk to everyone about where we are. We're at the foot of this bridge. I've got, I've got a thought. Bridges. I've got a thought, right? Tell me what this bridge is. This is just a... You don't know. I don't know. But uh, it's a bridge. And it this crosses the, the Thames. This the most useless... Well, look at the size of that jumbo coming down into Heathrow. It's huge in the sky. Yeah, I know. Across the road. So, look, here's yeah, the thing. We can't stay on this side, the south side of the bank, because there's no path this way. We have to cross over and then continue it that way. Really? Yeah. And it means we can it means we can stalk Tim from Grand Illusions and see where he goes. Maybe he goes into a toy shop. Is that cinema still going? The Odeon across the It is going, but it's it's obviously I don't know. Use your map. I'm recording. What 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 do you want from me to be an octopod man? Octopod man. Well, that'd be good. I have many arms. I can work a camera at the same time. I can right, work okay. all this. Mate, maybe I should get my cam the camera out, and we can film as we're walking over the bridge. Maybe catch him as proof, because no one's going to believe us if we say we saw Tim from Grand no Illusions. One, no, they would, because it's so banal and weird. I just don't know. Make something like that. No, we would, because we're shit. <laughs> uh, well, I haven't. Either way, we're crossing the bridge and towards Richmond, uh, a lovely area. 
and we're going to try and figure out where we go from here because we can go further on but we have to cross into the north side we can head down towards the lock if you fancy it the road is Richmond Road so it must be Richmond Bridge well what's that bridge over there then which is where the trains go over I don't know see there's no path it's all secret private property stuff we can't go down that way Look how many people there are. Look how many people basking in the sunlight. That's Twickenham Road, that one. Yeah, all right, Twickenham Road. That's where the trains go over. Bridge. They're the opposite way round or something. Listen, mate. God, I think we've got, a, we've got a good opportunity here to kidnap Tim from Grand Illusions and hijack his Did channel. And then we can take over it. We can't. We can't get his password and stuff. Are you saying we should torture him? Where would we do this? For his information, yeah, of course. Oh, that's... You're just, why are you, like... Such a bad vibe today. Like I've got a great vibe. I'm in a, spring, I'm like, in a great I'm trying mood. Trying to say rebirth. You're like let's abduct an old man and steal his funds. And you said about that nifty winky thing, unwashed winkies. <laughs> well, that's true though. That's a, that's a historic fact. Crossed. Look, we're Richmond losing Tim. I need to think this through. Bridge. It's one of those two. We people. can overwhelm him. He looks frail, so we can grab him, and we can maybe get his toys. We take over that way. You know, like um. What's it? What's it when a business hostis, hostile I takeover? Still, I can't believe you're still going on about this. Hostile also, takeover. Some people would have spotted us. I mean, look, we don't so have a van, so it's not as if we can. Uh, we don't have a van. We don't have a van. Look, we, we've lost him now. We've lost Tim. How are we going to grow our channel if we can't kidnap old people? <laughs> Why is that amusing to you? Even? It is. Oh, you fanning around like a coward. We could have grabbed him. Stuck him on a boat and floated him down the river. Oh, mate, we've lost Tim. Oh. Well, we weren't following And him. he only got a picture of him from behind, so no one's going to fucking believe us now. It doesn't matter. It does matter. You and I both know in our hearts. Oh, in our hearts we know what the truth is. Well, that's it. All you have to do is speak your heart's truth, man. My heart's truth is I know I saw Tim from Grand Illusions here in Twickenham. And I bet that you could Did do some... Did he go some, down there? You could do some... Backup evidence because you could find out where he actually lived, what part of London, and it, you know that is too much of a coincidence. If it, that I mean, no, it was definitely up. him. And part of me wishes I'd said hello, but you know what I mean? Because you know what that guy's saying, "Oh, you're still doing the videos." It would have been good if we came up to him and went, "We love your videos, mate. We've lost the opportunity to give an old man worth." I'm dying here, man, of dehydration. Those three beers. But I want to get you a coffee. I need one. So we just followed Tim from Grand Illusions for a few minutes. <laughs> we got some video footage of us walking past him. So if you're a patron, you'll have, you, you may have seen that by now or you'll be seeing it soon as we did a little video version of this podcast that has kind of stuff between the audio. So if you want to see that video, I don't think it's that long, of our little adventures, then you can. You can go to uh, patreon.com forward slash cheap show and get involved and then see the video footage of us kind of stalking Tim from Grand Illusions. We should have said hello. Should have done something. Should have done something. But there you go. It's exciting. This has been a, a very interesting day full of excitement and surprises and rebirth. There's a big chopper. Big red chopper. I wonder where he's gone. Anyway, Eli's just gone to get a coffee because he's stupendously fucking drunk. And he needs, he needs his coffee. So I've sent him to sort that out. So he's off to do that. And I'm just waiting outside. So we'll see you in a little bit. Because we're going to end this walk with our ritual sacrifice 
of Cheggers to the pagan gods so we can accept rebirth, renewal and success in 2021 with Cheap Show. So uh, bear with us as we head towards the final ceremony on this Cheap Show pagan picnic, which is not really that pagan. And I'm certain that a lot of pagan people will uh, find this deeply incorrect and offensive so we apologize it's not my fault it's Eli's joke it was Eli's idea I just want eggs and rabbits right see you in a bit important update ladies and gentlemen Eli do you want to explain what's just happened I've just been shot on by a bird near the river and it's burning like it's uh, acid it's burning it's on my pinky it's a stinky pinky from last week stinky um, pinky and cloth sausage yeah, I've, I don't know what else you want me to say. It's, this day's gone really bad. I'm really, really tired, and I feel mealy-mouthed, fat-mouthed and mealy. Well, for me, it was enjoyable to see a bird take a shit on your hand, and it's it good come, luck. You didn't see it come out? I did. No, you didn't. You see, it, with this fabrication, why do you have to make shit up? You're always showing off. A bird shat on my finger. Let that be enough, you know? Just let, it, let that be enough. <laughs> For you, Paul. Why does it have to be a big deal? Oh, some tramp came and then sucked me off and then like a bird shot my knob or something. Is that what you want? Do you want me to play along with that? Bear in mind I said nothing for the past 60 seconds. All I know, all I know is that I'm... It's like Hitchcock's the birds. How many birds there are in that tree? Except attacking you, they shat on you. I saw the cloaca... I saw the cloaca... Tweak. Has the circle been completed? Uh, no, we have, we, a, we have a ritual very, to do. I'm, I'm we have a sacrificial I'm ritual. Retire on the trail. We the need ritual. to find a small, quiet place next to the river for our final sacrifice. Oh, it's really it's fucked with my whole biome, that fucking bird shit, I tell you. It's got like my nose or something. Well, I oh, think the cloaca. Look, they're coming for me now. Yeah, they're coming for you to shit on you. Cloaca has gone quack quacker and. It's a splatter on my fanger. That, uh, nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Oh, he's taking a piss by that thing, that guy over there. He's just taking a piss right there. He just doesn't mind, he's out in the open. It's the curse of the... the someone's going to fart near you soon as well. Now, that hasn't happened yet today. No one's actually let rip next to me. Although I did let rip earlier. Remember that? Yeah. That was fun. Right, let's go find a place for oh, our sacrifice. For nigh on 300 years, Ben Truman has been smiling on the labours of Britain's hop pickers. Year after year, the good hops of Kent, Worcester and Hereford have found their way into Truman beers. Taste our tradition for yourself in a brimming glass of Ben Truman Export Draft or Export Pale. For it's as true today as always, you can taste the hops in Ben Truman. So, Eli... Here we are, we're approaching the obelisk on Old Deer Road Park. What's it called? Old, Old Deer. Deer Park. Uh, they, this is where one of the kings of some your... I can, I can check used it to, He used to watch the transit of Venus. And I think it's an apt end to this journey. And I'm not going to lie, Paul, this journey's taken out of me. You've, uh, had, you've had waves, haven't you? You've had waves of... It's such a fucking incandescently beautiful evening out here in, in Twickenside, though, isn't it? Yeah. Let me just uh, check yeah, Wikipedia. Old Deer Park is an area of open space within Richmond, owned by the Crown Estate, London Borough of Richmond upon Thames. It covers 147 hectares. It's huge. <sighs> 90 of which are leased as sports grounds for rugby and golf. Despite the name, there is no deer in the park. 
Uh, Get my frisbee out. Hang on. Location. There's a bit. Of nice for a bit of frisbee, mate. Let's get up to the obelisk and. Uh, Hang on, fucking just history. We need to take our bearings from the obelisk. In the mid 16th century, Richmond Palace was a favourite residence of Queen Elizabeth I in 1574. Yeah, but that's the palace. That's my. I know. I'm just fucking context. Not the obelisk. Hang on. Besides the River Thames in the park are a pair of stone obelisks. They were built. They were built in 1769. Those, are those ones back there. Over those, yeah. And were originally built by the King's Observatory to observe the transit of Venus across Thank the you. sun that year. That. Thank you very much. The transit of Venus across the sun takes place when the planet Venus passes directly between the sun and a superior planet becoming visible against, and hence obscuring a small portion of, the solar disk. During a transit, Venus can be seen from Earth as a small black dot moving across the face of the sun. There you go. There you go. But this obelisk isn't even in there. We've gone to a third obelisk, which is further into the park. Yeah, Which, I can't seem to find it. You said this was the obelisk. We didn't even have to come up here. We this is the one. By those two, those two. No, those two aren't listed on the map as an obelisk. Only this one we're heading to now, this, this old one. This must be a fake obelisk that it's they've not got on the map to stop people congregating by the true obelisks by the, by the side of the Thames. What does that even fucking mean? It means we're at an obelisk of a sort and it's time to get down. Get funky, get with it and maybe do some frostage on the obelisk. Maybe. It's a huge park here. Just trying to find this one obelisk fact. Portland stone obelisks mark the meridian line of Old Deer Park. That must be this. And look, someone's um, carved a lot of graffiti over the years into this. Because this one's a lot further back than... Yeah, it's way. It's at least um, sort of quarter of a kilometre away, isn't it, from, um, from the river? Yeah. Is there a station over there as well? A train station? Yeah. No, that the next station would be St Margaret's. It's a great bridge, that here. metal bridge there. What's that one? I don't know. I don't Look know. Look how huge this place is. Look, it stretches all the way up there. It's got yeah, because I say lot lot of it is 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 reserved for rugby and There's and golf and stuff. And they're not socially distancing. No, they're all touching each other's pranny. I'm getting my Arabic out. Frisbee. Have you brought it? Yeah. The observatory and the obelisks, Richmond Park dot thingamajig. What's it say? The three obelisks which stand in the Old Deer Park are meridian marks set up for the purpose of adjusting the transit instruments in the observatory. One pillar corresponding to the east wing of the building, one to the west wing, and a solitary obelisk along the towering path towards Brentford indicating the true north of the observatory. One time. Hang on, let me explain what's going on. In 1795, John Little, who was at one time a curator of the observatory, was hanged for the murder of two people at Richmond. I was also suspected of having caused the death of a man in Stroud, whose body was found under the iron vice in the octagon room of the building. The man, Little, had often been George III's only attendant when he walked in the gardens. That's what a fact. What a fact. So the principal timepiece was made by Benjamin Volumi, clockmaker to the king. Later his work was taken over by the observatory at Greenwich. So there is a Greenwich What's connection. Miss me. Just. Eli, I'm going to fart on the obelisk. No. Watch out for cheggers. No, that, that didn't happen. That, that came it's out like a bubble. Yeah. So we it's are now bubble. We are now at the third outside of the two over there, which is to set the time. So I guess this one was kind of to centre the two points over there. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful obelisk. What a lovely obelisk. So here we are on our pagan picnic, Mr. Silverman. Fucking great. Light, the light is great tonight. Light is great, the weather's fine, it's a lovely, warm, I soft to, evening. I need to slash out a slippy slashy.
Oh, there's loads of trees over there. Oh, yeah. We can have a, there's a little oh, look yeah. at that underpass. We can have a slippy slashy over no, there. No, I'm going now. Are you going closest. now? Yeah, I have to go now. I'm sorry. All right, well you do that then. I'm going to do, do some it? eggs. I'm going to eat some eggs. No, can I have one? Please, could I have an egg, mate? The plane is coming straight over. It comes straight over Holy the obelisk. Holy shit, that's crazy! Hang on, quick, tick picture, quick, quick, quick. Oh no, phone. Here we go. Wow, it's going right over. I can see its belly. I can tickle its belly no, from it's here. Hang on, I want to take a picture of the obelisk and your fucking Araby. Right, so Eli's off for a piss. I'm going to take a picture of that as he storms off. Storms off, strolls off. So here we are. The plan is now to end this podcast. We are end, We are going to... We, here's the plan. Cheggers is a seed. And we're going to plant that seed at the obelisk in Old Deer Park. We're going to bury him. And hopefully this will great rebirth he'll enter the sand enter the soil grow birth and and cheap show will benefit symbolically uh and uh literally i don't know basically symbolically symbolically so we're eli and i are both a little tipsy he keeps buying booze and then complaining that he can't piss so i might follow him later and go for a piss Anyway, wait for us to, for Eli to return from his slashing, and then we shall continue and finish off this ritual. How exciting! Eli, it is time for the final sacrifice, right? Here we are. Is that your bottle? Did you leave that here? That bottle of Magnum that's Jamaican original. That's sextonic. Sextonic? Everything's falling into place. What is the, that? The phallus. Yeah. The sextonic. It's like a big stone penis penetrating. You literally threw that twice in your knacker. This is I pathetic. threw it five or six times. Right. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to hide an egg on my person and Eli has to find it. And then once Eli has found the egg, then he can bury Cheggers under the obelisk. Right? right? Yeah, in the way of the camera. The camera's just there. All right? We're, we need to stay in shot, which is about either side of this. Right? I've got, a, I've got, I've got Cadbury's Mini Mix. It's a bag of, it was a pound and it was Dairy Milk Cream Egg, Dairy Milk Oreo and Dairy Milk Dime. Which one would you like? Oreo. All right, let me find an Oreo. Here we go, Oreo. I'm going to go behind the obelisk and hide it upon my person. All right, don't look. It's going in my front trouser pocket, just next to my keys. All right, here we go. Eli, it is now time for you to hunt my person and find it. Look in my pocket. Here he goes. He's fishing. Is he going in my front? Oh, Oh, is it looking? I found it. Have you? Go in my pocket. Oh, good. Oh, I've come. I've got it. <laughs> I've got it. Is oh, this the Oreo one? Ladies and gentlemen, he was not subtle. He dived straight in and whipped it out. Is this the Oreo one? Hang on. Yeah, that's the Oreo one. So now you must eat the egg. Sacrificially. Eat the egg. Of sac- this is the sacrifice egg. Oh, is it good? Is it a bit right, soft? Yeah. yeah. Mm, it's nice. It's, great. it's warmed up by your bollock heat. But I mean, yeah. I, I like a nice bollock warmed 
chocolate egg. Oh no, it is a very Spring warm night, Paul. I'm just glad to be here. It's a horrible, cheap piece of confectionery, but it's you know, that's Cadbury's. It's good. It's good, Cadbury's. Right. Let's taste this shit now. Let's dig a hole for right. fucking cheggers to go in. <laughs> so we are. Uh, you've done the egg ritual. That uh, that's rebirth and renewal. Now we must plant the seed of life, which is cheggers. He is going under the. He's going under the there obelisk. He is. He's really here, everybody. Right here we go. Where do you want to put them? Which corner? Here. There. All right. All right. Let's go in. Make a little divot. We're going to put cheggers in. He's pulling out cheggers. It's going in. He's digging it I'm and he's. I'm not going to lose cheggers. He is so camouflaged. Mate! <laughs> and the plane's gone over. Look, Paul, that's a compromise. We're going to touch cheggers to the, to the, the transit of Venus. Obelisk. Right, no, this is the Meridian line. Yeah. It's not my favourite line. I prefer Meridian Northern. Line. That's why the planes are going directly overhead here. Because they use it for navigation. It's just because he throws over there. No, it's directly over the Meridian line, marking the easternmost. easternmost. Just bury him in the ground. Put him in. Put, put it down in that little divot. I'm not putting him down. Put it down. Ooh, put him he's in. There. He's, he's in going the in. Oh. Bury him. I've committed him to the ground. Right, let me just put some re- and let him that. and let I'm covering it over shut up the seed of Chegwin Paul right he's, he's almost buried yeah spring forth new life in cheap show maybe some new concepts and especially the urine vision I hope that goes well and other things yeah other things as well do you want to stop just talking drunk piss lots of other things right let us now put he's our hands buried. upon the on- obelisk and uh, recount some pagan lines I don't have no pagan lines. Let me just think of something. Oh, God of Asotara, uh, please accept our offering. And You're messing with stuff now. No, it's fine. You're messing with some dark, deep shit. That's What's the name of that pagan god about bunnies and shit that we talked about earlier? Discordia. No, Hang on, I need Eris. to fucking... Hang on. She's called, yeah. Easter pagan rituals. Gistardia. This fucking... Mango oh. Labardi. Eostra. 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 Here we go. Estrogen. Estrogen. Eostra. Please accept. I've got estrogen all over us. I want slimy estrogen face. Eostrogen. Please accept our sacrifice of cheggers of rebirth for the new year 2021 and Stone penis a betterment for all. This is our worst episode. It's ever. not. You always <laughs> say that. This is good. This is symbolic. All right. Think about it. The Easter, the eggs, the, the, the Tim. I know, there's you know a lot I mean? of stuff coming there's together. There's a lot of stuff coming together, mate. The and obelisk. Is that the end? We now? found the obelisk. We didn't we had even a good ex- spring. Picnic. We didn't even expect an obelisk today, did we? And here we are. I didn't expect an obelisk, I have to say. Or Tim. No. Those are two things. This is our best episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> no. So with that in mind, ladies Thanks and gentlemen. For listening though, everyone. Thank sorry. you for joining I us. I had a few beers in the sun. <laughs> no one could blame me for that. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Right, so it is time to say goodbye on this, our first out and about episode of 2021. Yeah, it's our first out and about. It's good to get out and about. Some nice stuff around here. And we've had an adventure, we've buried Cheggers, we've welcomed him. Shut up! Shh! Shut up! We've buried him at the third obelisk in Old Deer Park where there'll be renewers. Well, there'll be renewal and rebirth, and we hope. Shut up! I'm trying to end this with some meaning. Where's Keith? Oh, he's, he's fucking lost Cheggers. I have lost him now. He's, oh, you fucking dopey. Oh, he's there. He's in his slot. What? He's 
He's underground in his slots. Yeah, well really. done. Well, keep the fucking dream alive. Right, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. We hope you have a lovely Easter. And uh, when you listen to this outside of Easter, I hope you have a lovely day. Uh, have a good week time day, people. Good merry week time to you, everyone. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Goodbye. Oh, and support us on Patreon and Cheap Show and that Twitter and all that stuff. Ah, and the Cheap Show at UK. Bye bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Yeah, let's have some beer. Bye, everyone. Bye. Do you have any last words? Hello, everybody. Don't fucking say hello. full circle. Yeah, that's true. Welcome to Cheap Show. It's nice to know that there's one of life's little luxuries we can still enjoy today. Real cream. There's nothing like it. It's that little extra touch that makes all the difference. So enjoy one of life's little luxuries. A smooth, rich pleasure you can enjoy anytime. Real cream. There's nothing like it. Now news of two programmes tomorrow afternoon on Thames. At 4.20, How investigates how to stop smoking, how to make more oil wells, how to stop an alligator biting you, and how to sit on holly without getting pricked. Those odd facts, courtesy of Jack Hargreaves, John Miller, Marion Davis and Fred Dinich. Then, at a quarter to five tomorrow, Mike Reed and Meg Nickel present the semi-final of this year's Pop Quest, featuring also a fun look at the history of the jukebox. That's tomorrow at a quarter to five. More immediately today, it's the time for Magpie. One for sorrow, two for job, three for a girl and four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, Seven for a secret, never to be told. Man.